Hello, everyone. It's good to be with you today and to open the Word of God together. Our texts for today are in two places in Matthew, Matthew chapters 16 and 26. Matthew 16 and 26. Let's begin with prayer. Our dear and gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for gathering us all together here today. And Lord, we ask you to open our hearts now to your word and to your Holy Spirit. Please instruct us, Lord, give us to have understanding of how we might glorify you on this earth and even pray together more effectively. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Brethren, the word of God in a very familiar verse in Matthew 16, 24, gives us three actions anyone must do if they want to follow Jesus Christ. Let us read what it says, Matthew 16, 24. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it, and whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. So the three actions prescribed by our Lord are to deny oneself, to take up one's cross, that is, to bear life's many difficulties, and to follow Christ with all of our hearts. Now this triplet starts with denying oneself. It seems to be a gateway to what follows. But what in the world does it mean to deny oneself? Some interpret denying oneself as self-denial, that is, to forego the pleasures of this world that are within our grasp in order to serve Christ more completely. We give up some of what we might lawfully do in this world in order to be more devoted to Christ. But I want to suggest that denying oneself is a little different than self-denial, which again is just giving up some worldly pleasures. To deny oneself speaks more fundamentally to the core of our being. It asks us to search out at a very basic level, to find out who we are, what motivates us, what we identify with, and what we live for. God, of course, does not leave us to wonder, as in everything, he gives us his word that we might have understanding and wisdom, that we might actually live in such a way as to give him glory. So when the Lord Jesus tells me to deny myself, he also gives us examples in his word, examples for us to follow in our daily lives. Our greatest example of denying oneself is Jesus Christ himself. The kenosis passage in Philippians 2 tells us how. He set aside his glorious state of deity, that is, all, all the blessings uh, that he had in his status there, and uh, whatever uh, might motivate us to sources of pride. And then the Lord Jesus took on the form of a man to walk this earth in the midst of sin, and to die on the cross for his people. 
Jesus indeed is the greatest example of denying oneself. But today I'd like us to look at another example, and it is a negative example. It is a real example of self, of, I'm sorry, of denial, but the object of denial is not oneself, but the Lord. It is in Peter's behavior after Jesus' arrest. We see it laid it out for us in Matthew 26, starting in verse 69. The word deny used there of Peter's three denials is the same Greek word used positively in Matthew 16, 24 for us. We are to deny ourselves in the same way that Peter denied Jesus. What Peter did toward Jesus in fear of man is what we are to do toward ourselves in obedience to Christ. So how did Peter deny Jesus? What is it in what he did with respect to Jesus that helps us understand what we are to do with respect to ourselves? Well, there are three denials from Peter's lips. The first is in verses 16 and 17. Let's read there now together. Now Peter was sitting outside in the courtyard, and a servant girl came to him and said, You too were with Jesus, the Galilean. But he denied it before them all, saying, I do not know what you are talking about. Now this is helpful. When we are to deny ourselves in order to follow Christ completely, when the world, the flesh, or the devil speaks to our hearts with a temptation, our proper response is to say, I do not know what you're talking about. This is so much more than just saying, yes, I like this or that. It would be nice to do, but I cannot because it would be a sin. Why is this much more? Because when we like it, but say, I cannot because it would be a sin, we are just one step away from saying, maybe just a little would be okay. But Peter's response of denial is to say, I don't know what you're talking about. We do not even allow one small speck of agreement, but we reject the temptation completely. Peter's second denial is in verses 71 and 72. Let's read that together. When he had gone out to the gateway, another servant girl saw him and said to those who were there, this man was with Jesus of Nazareth. And again, he denied it with an oath. I do not know the man. This is much more convincing. Peter says that he does not even know Christ, a terrible betrayal for which he later weeps bitterly. Can we deal with ourselves this way? When we feel pushed in society to conform, to compromise, to mix in, to indulge, can we step away from ourselves for a moment and look at what we are doing and say, I do not even know that person who is so attracted to this or that. His affection for carnal lusts is not who I am now, 
that old man is dead, according to Romans 6. And I am a new creation in Christ. Can we say that to ourselves? Peter's third denial is in verses 73 and 74. Let's read that together. A little later, the bystanders came up and said to Peter, Surely you too are one of them, for even the way you talk gives you away. Then he began to curse and swear, I do not know the man. And immediately a rooster crowed. Here we see the word, same words repeated, I do not know the man. But now Peter is really emphasizing them. He is all in in his denial. He's not holding back. He knows this may be life or death for him. He curses and swears, I do not know the man. Brethren, can we come to the same place in denying ourselves? Can we truthfully say to the Lord, this is life or death for me. I do not want to know my old self at all. The one that was of the world, that was sinning habitually, that loved sin so much more than he loved God and his ways. I no longer know him, and I do not want to know him or have anything else to do with him. With him, I am finished. How? Because I am crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loves me and gave himself for me. Paraphrasing Galatians 2.20. When we deny ourselves, it does show up in a life of self-denial. So, dear ones, let us deny ourselves as if, as we live our lives daily, embracing our Savior instead of our self-interest, and following him with all our hearts as we serve him without reserve. When we do this, it will affect everything about us, including our prayer life. May the Lord give us the grace to deny ourselves, even as we pray together today. Amen.